Thank you for having us this evening. Uh, my name is Jared Sullivan, and this is my wife, Leanne. Last November, we celebrated 11 years of marriage. We have an eight-year-old daughter, Caroline, and a seven-year-old son, Cartwright. Uh, I grew up in Oklahoma and was raised by two wonderful Christian parents who set a great example of what a husband and, and wife should look like. I'm the third of four children and the only boy. We grew up going to church every Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday evening, and any church function that happened through the week. We were forcefully but lovingly submerged in church. I accepted Christ as an early teen and pursued him strongly until my senior year in high school when I began to experiment with drugs, alcohol, and sex. While I maintained an image of a Christian young man with my family in church, I was living a secret life with a different set of friends. During this time, I went to college at the University of Oklahoma on a scholarship, but left after my first semester to pursue a life of rebellion and full-time partying. I had rebelled against my parents and, more importantly, abandoned my relationship with Christ. A year later, I decided, decided to, to return to OU and finish my degree, although my partying lifestyle continued. Shortly after returning, I met a beautiful blonde girl in a bar. Hello, my name is Leanne. I was born and raised in Dallas. My parents were married in their young 20s and became parents to my sister, or parents to my sister and I soon after that. Shortly after my birth, my parents separated and divorced. Both were remarried and divorced again when I was a child. My sister and I were primarily raised by my mom in a single-parent household after my dad left and was not consistently involved in our lives. My mom struggled with mental illness, and as a result, our childhood was unstable. We were exposed to drug and alcohol abuse, physical abuse, and verbal abuse. My childhood themes were worry, insecurity, and fear. As a result, I focused on school, sports, and friends, trying to be the perfect child and stay out of trouble. There was no daily pursuit of faith in my household. At this point, I did not have, nor did I understand, what a relationship with Christ was. I found myself at the University of Oklahoma after graduating from high school, pursuing a degree in nutrition. During college, I began to think that if I worked hard enough to make my life different than it was during my childhood, I would be happy and fulfilled. I looked to friends and relationships with guys to distract me from my insecurities. In 2005, I met a handsome, also blonde, hilarious guy, and I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. I think we have a so picture. Can you get a picture up there? Yeah. yeah. There we We're young. Um, after I met Leanne, I pursued her strongly, and with my great personality and dashing good looks, it didn't take long for her to come around. We began a serious relationship shortly after meeting. In our, in our early relationship, an important part of our life was socializing and drinking with our friends. As time went on, Leanne became less involved in the college party scene, and I continued, or I revved up my partying. When confronted by Leanne about my drinking, I had the excuse that it wasn't a big deal because I was still in college, and that was normal. We were married in 2008, just before I graduated from college. We moved to Dallas a month after our wedding. We were newly married, working full-time, and my drinking continued to shi uh, continued shifted excuse 
I shifted excuses that it was necessary for work, networking at work functions. In our early marriage, conflict resolution and communication was difficult. Since my parents never argued in front of me, I never saw an example of marital conflict resolution. And Leanne had only seen conflict and marriage result in divorce. With my tendency to withdraw and a lack of leadership, this led to lots of unresolved conflict in our marriage. After a year of dating Jared, my father passed away very suddenly. Um, This was the first time that I felt a distance from Jared. I did not feel supported um, from him through this loss. Even with our struggles during dating, I was convinced marriage was the answer to all of our problems because, after all, I was just looking for happiness. I was looking to Jared to be the security that I had always longed for in my life. And I brought many insecurities into our relationship from my past, and it led to mistrust with Jared. God was working there during this time, but I did not know it. Jared's family is amazing. Um, I have very faithful in-laws who immediately started sharing the gospel with me and had been praying for me long before they met me. I didn't respond at the time, but I would one day understand their pursuit of both Jared and I. Less than a year into our marriage, I had to start traveling for work. I spent weekdays away from home and came home on the weekends. Alcohol was no longer filling the void, so I turned to drugs. On and off for the next four to five years, I would use drugs to cope with the stress in my life. It was an escape for me, and I hid it from Leanne. I did find moments of real conviction when I thought about how I was failing to lead my family as a father and a husband. I would find myself praying to God that Leanne would catch me so I would be forced to make a change. Uh, Where I was can be described in Psalm 69, 1 and 2. Save me, O God, for the waters have threatened my life. I have sunk deep in the mire, and there is no foothold. I have come into, into deep waters, and a flood overflows me. God was faithful and answered this prayer. In 2014, Leanne found out and confronted me about my drug use. After initially denying it, I finally confessed to all that had been happening. Although although this was an important first step towards healing our our marriage, it was temporary because we were still looking to all the wrong things as a fix for our marriage. While Jared traveled, the physical distance led to more emotional distance between us. We had our first child in 2011, and my life was forever changed. I was able to find a new identity and security and happiness in being a mom. This only gave me more things to feel like I needed to gain control over. I was, worry, I was a worried mom and a distant wife. I did not give Jared the attention or love that a wife is called to give their husband. The thought of my relationship with Jared coming before my children was foreign to me. At this time, Jared's drinking did not seem to be as frequent, but the conflict in our marriage continued to escalate each time he drank. I would react to his behavior by threatening to leave with our daughter if he did not stop. I was in denial that I had any part in our marital problems. While Jared withdrew, I gladly stepped up and became very controlling of our life, our family decisions, and our schedule. We had a a second child in 2013, and my day-to-day life was very busy with two kids under two. I continued to allow our marriage to become less and less of a priority. When I found out about his drug use, I was devastated. I reacted by asking him many questions and then giving him an ultimatum, get help or lose your family. 
Once again, I wanted him to be fixed since I thought he was the problem. I was in denial that I had any part in our broken marriage. Proverbs 21 speaks of the wife that I was. Better to live in the desert than with a quarrelsome and nagging wife. After a few months of trying to fix our problems alone and being very isolated, we heard about re-engage. We decided to go, even though I was extremely scared. I hoped to see major change in Jared. Little did I know how much change needed to happen in me. It was easy to be deceived to think that Jared was the major problem, and he needed to stop doing drugs, drinking, and withdrawing, and all would be okay. Worldly advice validated my thoughts of him being the issue. That same thinking would have likely led me to think I didn't deserve this treatment and that I should leave him. I was in for a rude awakening. During our time at Reengage, God started working on my heart. When I came to Reengage, I did it reluctantly. I knew I wanted my marriage to be better, and I knew I didn't want to lose my wife and kids. So I agreed to, agreed to bear down and push through it. Every week we came, we found a little more hope. We found much encouragement and love from very great leaders, Clark and Candy Lauderdale. A very important port, part uh, in this moment of our story needs to be highlighted. Uh, re-engage was not what saved our marriage. Clark and Candy, while amazing, were not who saved our marriage. Um, the, yes, the Lauderdales were instrumental in God's plan to bring us closer to Him. And yes, re- the re-engage material was tremendously helpful in equipping my wife and I to address and work through issues, seek and offer forgiveness, better communicate, better serve, and better understand one another. But even after finishing re-engage, I was still missing the key ingredient to really equip me to lead my family well. That ingredient was my relationship with Christ. I hadn't fully returned to Him, but once I made that decision to swallow my pride and admit that I needed God, I found, after, I found even after being gone for so long, a father that never stopped awaiting my return, a father that still had open arms ready to receive his, his imperfect son. Job 22:23 says, If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored, if you remove unrighteousness far from your tent. The moment I returned, I found that restoration in Christ. I found that a weight I wasn't intended to carry was lifted off of me. Our marriage is far from perfect, and we still fall short every day. But he is always there awaiting our return with arms open wide. While doing a lesson on God's grace during re-engage, I learned about the undeserved love that God had for me. I started to understand that God loved me no matter what I had done in the past. I saw that he had not forgotten me, even in my most difficult moments as a child. His plan was beyond my understanding. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I was not perfect. I had sinned, and I was not being a devoted wife. I was investing in everything but my marriage. The Lord knew I would fall short in this life, and He sent His Son to die for me so that I no longer had to be separated from Him. As a parent, I had to soak that in. He let His Son die for me. I had been seeking a secure and happy life, but I'd missed the most important part. He was all the security that I needed and still need. With a lot of guidance from Christian women, I began to pursue a relationship with the Lord put my focus on him, and he began to do work in me. 
The Lord showed me that I had a part in our marital problems. I was looking for Jared to be my security and happiness. I was not giving Jared the opportunity to lead or trusting that he was able. I had been trying to control him and his actions for so long that it forced him to withdraw. I found that when I stopped trying to control our marriage and our lives, and let me tell you, this was not easy, Jared began to seek the Lord to lead. There was no greater joy to me than having my husband take that role in our family. As a daughter of Christ, I have learned many things. I started as fearful, anxious, self-centered, and mistrusting. I now seek to be more trusting, God-centered, and content. A verse that I have relied on many times as a believer is Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It has been amazing watching Leanne transform into a God-fearing wife and mother. Immediately, immediately after turning her life over to Christ, she heavily pursued her, a personal relationship with Him. It was extremely encouraging to watch, and it motivated me to be the husband and father I know God has called me to be. And I had the privilege of baptizing my wife three years ago. Let's see if we can get a picture of that. There we go. This used to be the end of our story, but in March of 2018, the Lord began to work on us again. After a minor outpatient procedure, my surgeon accidentally cut my intestine, and I was suddenly in the hospital and left unable to care for myself or anyone else for months. We were looking at an uncertain tomorrow, frustrated with the mistake of a surgeon that would change our lives and the most difficult circumstances we had ever faced as a family. I felt like we had stepped into battle with no weapons, but I was mistaken. God had given us all we needed. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10. Uh, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity one who falls and has no one to help them up. Jared didn't just lead our family through this battle. He picked us up and carried us on his back. Jared did not do this by his own strength. He sought the Lord's strength. He prayed relentlessly. He trusted the Lord's plan for us was good. He accepted help from our wonderful family and community, and he looked good doing it. I could spend hours telling you beautiful stories about the way Jared loved me well through this time, but I'll spare you. Five years ago, this trial would have looked very different. It would have been full destruction in our marriage and in our family. I'm thankful for the complete transformation in my husband. It, it is a change that the world would have told me couldn't happen. A change that doesn't make sense. People once advised me that I didn't deserve what he was doing in our marriage and hinted towards me needing to leave him. If I had listened to that advice during those dark times in our marriage, I would have missed out on these wonderful years with this man who loves me so well. Our children would have spent the last six years in a broken home. The Lord was faithful to give me a slow but steady recovery, and He opened my eyes to see the gift of life. 
and we celebrated 11, our 11-year 11 wedding anniversary this past year. We realized through our trials that we must constantly be on guard. In our small successes, we always see common factors, and here's a list of five C's that we would like to share with you that you may have heard around here before. Uh, number one, community. Surrounding yourself with a community of other Christ followers has been essential. Confession. Keeping short accounts with one another, confessing and asking forgiveness when we do stumble. Sorry. Circle. Staying in your own circle and con continuing to work on ourselves, overlooking small offenses with one another. Four, commitment, never turning our back on the covenant that we made to stay together and pursue oneness in our marriage. And finally, and most important, Christ, keeping Christ at the center of our marriage. When that relationship does not come first, our other relationships will suffer. A gift that God has given to our family is to have our children grow up in a home that is not broken. I think we have one last picture, and thank you so much for letting us share. Yeah, thank you.